0: well good morning Did y'all sleep well no yeah I heard nos and yeses it's interesting to note the the no that I heard was a gal's voice but nah, not that that happened in my trailer either but uh welcome to uh, a good beautiful day I mean it's gonna be wonderful. I don't think you can ask for better than this at dirt last night was wonderful today is gonna be awesome and encourage you all to just. As you're riding, think through some of the things we're sharing last night. Um, if you missed it, if you didn't get in, we're glad you're here. Uh, my name is Brian. My wife, Dinette, she's here, but you can't find her because she's bundled up in in a in like a sack, trying to stay warm uh, with my daughter. And then I we have we have four boys, or three boys and, and one girl. Uh, lots of kids, lots of of work, lots of hustle, but it is fun. And one of the things that we were we're talking about last night is fueling how do you how do you feel the christian walk how do you feel the christian ride the christian life that first one fuel f faith reference the handlebars this idea of it's something you got to hold on to it's something you got to look over you little ones you kids today you're going to be riding don't try to ride looking to the side you always look over your handlebars right guys you look over your handlebars because that keeps you safe. You can see what's coming. If you're looking over the handlebars with faith in Christ, then he can help you stay on the right track, on the right trail, so you get to the destination that you want. First Peter, we talked about that final destination being eternity, the presence of God and dwelling with him forever. It's more precious than gold. Today, we're going to talk about the you and the you's it's just going to represent unity, okay? One of the things that helps you in your Christian walk is to be unified with other believers. It's binding yourself to other Christ followers for the sake of pursuing God. That's, that's how I want to identify unity. It's binding yourself to a group of believers to help you pursue God. Now, this, this past couple years have been pretty challenging, have they not? The last 20 months... 15 days to to stop the spread or whatever turned into 20 months of chaos. And what happened, what we've seen is is people have said, you know what? If, If you don't have my opinions, then your opinions are worthless, and actually you're worthless. And we've divided more than ever before. And that is not what Christ designed for his people that's not what he designed for for those that want to pursue him. We even got I mean I had I was at a board meeting and I got little kids chanting, you know, something for this kid named Brandon and I was like, "Man, this th- this probably isn't good." <laughs> This probably isn't helpful because I don't even know that they know what they're saying, but their parents are encouraging them. And so I'm thinking, you know what? The, the church, the people of God, those that want to pursue binding themselves to one another can help each other operate in this world in a way that is, that is going to lead to the destination. And so... I want to just ask one question. Did did anybody ride their their bike or or roll their UTV here from their house like just drive here? You didn't, right? I didn't think so. What did you do? You put it on a truck, you put it on a trailer and then you bound it down, right? You strapped it. And so I want you to think of this, a ratchet strap. Notice, you know, on a bike, generally speaking, most of the time it, it goes from the handlebars, from the, from the faith center. And then it gets ratcheted down to something else that's going to carry it along. Because riding it on your own is really, really hard sometimes. Riding it that many miles on your own is, is difficult. And actually, you probably run out of fuel. And, and depending on where you're coming from, you might not have another stop to refuel. And so I want you to think of when you're strapping your bikes down tomorrow, when you're ratcheting down your your canams and your razors. And I saw Talon over here, which was fun to see all of those things. I want you to remember that one of the things that God calls you to do in walking with him is to lock in and ratchet in to a community of believers. And that goes for you younger ones too. If you're kids here today, we're so excited. I'm excited to watch those little 50s just zooming all around here today. But you also need to lock in with your church, be trying to go to Sunday school or whatever your church provides. And guess what? If you tell your parents, hey, I want to go to church, chances are they're not going to say no. And you can actually help your parents by using your little handlebars and trying to help them ratchet down to a community. Youth, students, those in junior high and high school, I know the churches you go to probably have some awesome programming. Sometimes you might write it off, oh, that's lame, oh, that doesn't hit where I'm at. But guess what? You're coming into your teenage years, if you're not already there, if you're already there, you're going to know exactly what I'm saying. It's a challenge for you, not only because of the environments you're in, but because of the parents that you have to deal with. See, they don't know anything. They know absolutely nothing, and they don't know what your life is like. They don't know what life is like with a phone and connected and all of that. They know nothing. They have no advice for you. That's what you think, but what you do is you ratchet yourself into a community where your youth pastor encourages you towards the things of Christ, where you're your fellow students come and rally around you where you have a whole new understanding when you show up on campus at your junior high or at your high school the next day after church and you see and you connect eyes with someone that went to church with you, then you should be unified with them in a whole different way because you're bound together in Christ. In 1 Peter he continued to talk about the uh, the binding of, of believers and how that worked. And in verse twenty two, it says this: "Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, that is faith, so that you have sincere love for for each other, that is this idea of phileo, Philadelphia, friendship, love. You bound yourself by truth. You, you're obedient to the truth, and because of that, you you have sincere love for each other. That's his expectation." And so he says, he continues on, and he actually uses God's word for love, agape, love one another deeply from the heart. So when your students, when you're at, you know, school, and you see a kid that's a little weird maybe, if that weird kid is in your youth group, that kid is your brother and sister. If that weird kid is not in your youth group, then man, who knows, maybe he needs to hear the truth of the gospel from you. Maybe he needs to be bound into a community that doesn't see him for his weirdness, but sees him or her for what value they have in being made in the image of God and being in contact with you, an image bearer. And so I just want to give you three real quick shots across the bow of, of what I think you should do with this idea of unity and Binding yourself to a community of believers. You know, this strap here, uh, just hanging like this, it's kind of worthless, right? It might become a new trend. You remember those little rat tails that were happening in the 80s? Maybe something like that, but it is totally worthless unless what? Unless you hook it in. Unless you hook it in. Now more than ever, people are dividing because of their perspectives on politics and on health and on all kinds of things. And so what happened was a lot of people unhooked from their community of believers because they're like, I just, I don't agree with them. They shut down or they didn't shut down or this or that or the other thing. Guess what? I don't care whether you go back to the, the community of believers that you were once at. But if you're not hooking in to a community of believers, you're not going to be able to ride that Christian life well. You're not going to be able to do it. And so I encourage you. you got to hook into community. Hook into community. The next thing is, is if I hook this in, and if, I, if I've got this bike, say I, I was so strong that I was able to lift this 1977 bike up into my truck. If I didn't just hooked it in but didn't actually strap it down, tighten it up, it would be absolutely ineffective. And so beyond just hooking in, to your community, you got to tighten up your connections with that community. That means getting involved with people maybe that are that are going to pour into your life. Maybe there's some things in your life that you need help with right now. Maybe your marriage is struggling. Maybe those tensions between a uh, parent and child, maybe you, like you younger kids, maybe you're dealing with, you're just scared, you're fearful a little bit because of this whole COVID thing or whatever it is. You know, there's other kids and there's leaders in that church that can help you, but you got to bind to them. You got to tighten up the connection. You youth, you need to tighten up to one another because it is hard to walk in this world, in the stage of life that you're in. There's so many things vying for your attention and affection. But if you can hook in with some other believers, tightening up your connection with this intentional pursuit of God, then guess what? You're going to be able to help each other stay in position rather than flopping all over. You see, I was, uh, when I was 14 years old, We took there were six of us um, and my dad. So there were seven bikes we had strapped onto a trailer. We were heading from our house out to Dumont. We were going to Dumont. We went to Dumont. It was a horrible trip you've had those right things are breaking down the wind was was wailing i mean that's why the dunes are created right we all know that going there but man we hope it's not like that when we are there (laughs) but we were we're in the middle of a dirt of a dirt storm and we are you know i seized my bike a yz 125 1986 125 temperamental fickle thing and it seized up my dad took a took a hit uh, dislocated, ripped his rotator cuff, <clears throat> and then uh, we were driving back. So it was a kind of a hard week or weekend. We're driving back, and the straps came undone. Next thing we know, we look out back. There's a there's a, a CR two fifty turned upside down, and the grip is actually riding on the tire of the trailer, and we're freaking out. This was my buddy's brother's bike. It wasn't even his bike. He runs to the back. He grabs the bike, just grabs it, didn't even think, grabs it, and just pulls it up and burnt the whole palm of his hand. But you see, what happened was his strap, it it broke. It was released. It wasn't locked in. That happens sometimes, but... That's why the third thing you got to do is that you got to check up on your accountability, checking up on your accountability. Usually what do you do do when you leave here? Right. You you ratchet down, you get it going. Some of you just trust it. If you're like me, I don't usually trust it. Once I get onto that paved road, I'm going to hop out. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to verify that everything's still connected and everything's still tight. We have to do that in our Christian walk. we got to verify that we're still connected and we're still tight. Because if we're not, guess what, man? We start to slip. We start to slide. We start to lose connections. And then before we know it, we start to lose the focus on looking over the handlebars. Because faith points us in the right direction. Unity keeps us seeing that that direction is Right? And so I encourage you, even as you guys are out today, maybe you're, you got your bikes, you know, everything's out. But, but as you walk by a strap, I want you to think about that idea. Am I, am I locking in? Am I hooking into a community of believers that builds me up? I don't care what your church looks like. If it believes that Christ is the only way of salvation, if it teaches from the Bible as the authoritative inspired word of God, then that's a good church in my book. I don't care if there's 10 people. I don't care if there's 50 people. Tomorrow we're going to talk about how you can actually have church on the road. <laughs> and that's church. But if you are not intentionally trying to ratchet in, hook in, and connect into a body of believers, then you will not fuel your Christian life the way it needs to be fueled. And so I just encourage you. Think about that. If you've found yourself slipping away a little bit from your community because of the tensions and because of all of the different things and distractions, you know what? Hook back in. Tighten up. Get some accountability to help you stay connected. And if you're one of the little ones, if you're a kid, they, those leaders still remember you. If you're a youth member, you, you, you are valued highly by the people, even if you're a squirrelly junior higher. They love you. That's why they give you candy. Then they send you back to your parents. So it's all good. But you know what? This unity component is so important to the Christian life. In Romans chapter 12, um, it's talking about the the idea of, of there's so many members of the body. And everybody's a little different than the other. And he talks about the gifting of the spirit and and what all is entailed in that and how it should breed kind of an appreciation within us. Not a, oh, I'm better than you or, oh, I'm more valuable than you. But there's this awesome verse in in chapter 12, kind of after he talks through all of that. It's in verse 9 and 10. It says this, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, bind yourself to what is good. Then he says, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself. Honor one another above yourself. You see, unity, not only as a family unit, which I'm so glad you're out here as a family, family dirt, being able to connect in different ways. But remember, when you see a handlebar, think to yourself, man, am I pursuing faith? When you see a ratchet strap, think to yourself, man, am I being surrounded by people that are helping me pursue my faith? It can change at any time. People will come around you in many ways, and if you're struggling with something hard and deep, then there are places that you can go for help. There are places that will point you towards him, and there are people here that will help you do that. Let me pray for y'all before we head out riding. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for how it teaches us to lock into other believers, other people that can help provide for us a way, a way to see you clearly. Lord, as as we ride today in unified groups, even, Lord, may we be conscious of those around us. May we be encouraging. May we not be uh, even, uh, you know, overly competitive to where we devalue someone. But Lord, would we be just kind of bound together as people that are looking to you for life. You're the only source and you've caused it to come through your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen.